Hey guys, welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is TJ. I'm here with Dan and Colin. We have a brand new fourth host joining us today. His name's Tucker Carlson. He was looking for a job, tweeted at me, and we hired him right to come on the show. He can't make it just at 8 o'clock. Um, yeah, don't know anything about him, he's but he seems not, like a cool he said, guy. He said a couple legal issues he had to take care of before he could hop on the show, but we should have him on later, so uh, that should be fun. Yeah. But in the meantime, yeah. it'll just be the three of us as usual. We're back after a two-week hiatus following the... Uh, folding of the pigskin podcast network and uh you know we had to figure out what we were doing exactly but uh we're so back you get for being a corporate overlord you know mm. trying to hold us down we're back we have uh the same video the same audio the only difference now is that we have to pay for it ourselves so uh you know just keep that in mind now i'm paying out of my pocket for you guys now you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you all. As usual, please follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us at BBU Pod Boys with a Z on a Twitter, which I'm not really on anymore because Twitter is very toxic. It's, it's probably not great for your mental state. At it's all. not good for anyone's mental health to be on there, to be the, honest. The for you section is is pure dumpster fire. I, oh, I saw the movie uh, Bo is Afraid yesterday by myself. Oh, how was it? Uh, I don't want to say too much. It, it was something. I've never seen anything like it. Good, good. Because that's uh, what I keep reading too. It's, but there's a he. He plays like a an anxious, paranoid man, and his vision of the city around him is what Twitter is now. It's just people stabbing <laughs> each other, like naked in the streets. Cops not doing anything. It's just pure mayhem. Oh wow! Um, you should see Bo's afraid by yourself. Cool. Hey, I mean, uh, Joaquin Phoenix or Yo? How do you pronounce it? How Joaquin you pronounce Phoenix. Joaquin, I believe. What? Wakiz? Yeah, <laughs> not, not Wakiz wa- Rogers. Wa- no, I know, I'm just kidding. Uh, wa- uh, Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I think it's Joa Quinn. Yeah, you're right. Everyone's been saying it wrong for the past 30 years. You know well, what the best movie with him in it is? It? It's called uh, I'm Still Here or something like that? Yeah, that movie's intense, And it's just like dude. a faux, faux documentary of him trying to become a rapper. Well, oh. It's just like him doing cocaine do, and do you having sex when with that prostitutes happened? for like three hours. Yeah. Yeah, of course I remember do you remember when, when it was happening and it was like he was in the news about it and, and everyone was just like, we don't know what, what he's doing if he's having a problems with drugs. Like, I think he's off the reservation and that's all you're going to see from him ever again. Then all of a sudden he's like, no, it's a movie. Here it is. Mm-hmm. I Love mean, it. if you haven't seen that one too, I highly recommend it as well. Yeah. It's real uh, interesting, funny sort of. I, uh, I thought you meant you were never really here. Have you seen that one? He no. basically uh, goes around hunting down um, sex traffickers, killing them with a hammer. Oh, oh, I like I like the concept. <laughs> it's pretty pretty intense. Wait, 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 I bet our I bet our new host too? would like that concept too. Yeah, huh? <laughs> it's pretty intense. I uh, like that. And uh, this week, our sponsor is once again, Nevin Eyewear. You can check them out, nevineyewear.com. Use promo code BIGBLUE when you are buying for 50% off a pair of really sweet sunglasses. They have all kinds of great styles for whatever you kind of like, something more reserved, something a little gaudy, something flashy. They got everything you would want on there. Dan, let me see those sunglasses. Hold them up for me. Yeah, sure. You know, You're just a... Uh... You know what they say about Nevin, Nevin Eyewear? Uh, it's, it's your lucky number, Nevin? No. You Nevin look better. Hey, man, that's like two really good taglines in a row we've made for uh, sponsors. Free, free, free marketing advice. That's right. That's right. So yeah, once again, guys, NevinEyewear.com. For those of you not watching on the YouTube, the YouTube um, <laughs> promo code Big Blue when you buy a pair of sunglasses for fifty percent off. All right. Um, 
Today, we will get into some some brief Giants news, and then we're going to do our annual mock draft, but we're going to do it a little differently this year. Um, instead of doing one together, we're going to do three separate ones and kind of debate on our own, um, you know, what our why we made our picks and then kind of compare at the end. Yeah. Um, and, you know, usually when we compare, Colin comes with the biggest, but, you know, we might be able to do a little better this time for ourselves. We'll see. It's more about quality than quantity. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you, Dan. Wait, wait, I, but don't we all have 10 picks to use? Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm more of a five and a halfer kind of pick. I know. you All the all the mock drafts you send over, it's five five yep. rounds, and I'm like, well, that's not enough. <laughs> Can't get up to 10 rounds. <laughs> Can't get there. I, I didn't pay. You know, I haven't been Even when it's PFF. hard. I didn't pay for yeah. PFF. <laughs> I didn't pay for PFF. I only got the two rounds now. Oh. That just happens as you get older, I guess. Uh, it does happen as you get older, and yeah. you know, and, and my wife really likes a lot, like a long mock draft. So, um, <laughs> been mocking right. a lot, been doing yeah. a lot of mocks uh, as much as I can. You know, I got to keep uh. up with it. All right. All right, obviously, first thing we'll talk about news from today <laughs> is the Giants um, sign former Ram and Lion Ashawn Robinson to one-year deal. I hear it's four million, worth up to double that with incentives. Um, I mean, I think it's a fine signing for your, you know, beef up your interior defensive line. He's a, he's a, known as more as a run stopper, and the Giants were 31st in defending the run last year. So bring him on in. Keep piling him in. I, I sent the, the, the news, the tweet to my dad, and, and his answer was, oh, let me look him up real quick. And then he answered me like three minutes later. He's like, that's one big bastard. I'm like, yes, uh. I, he, is, he is a large man. And he, I mean, it was clear that we were not able to stop the run enough last year. So this is yeah. why he's being brought in. You know, you know what I would say to your dad? I'd say, actually, Tim, Ashawn Robinson is a talented defensive lineman who played college football at the University of Alabama and was drafted by the Detroit Lions in the second round of the 2016 NFL draft. He's currently playing for the Los Angeles Rams. This is old news because Chad GPT only goes to 2021. At six foot four, 330 <laughs> pounds. Just... Yeah. I said, please provide, a, please provide a scouting report for Ashawn Robinson. He has a rare combination of size and strength and athleticism that makes him a formidable presence in the defensive line. He's a powerful run stopper who can hold his ground against double teams and disrupt plays in the backfield with his brute force. He's also a solid pass rusher who can collapse the pocket and generate pressure on the quarterback with his bull rush and quickness off the line. His good technique and hand usage, which allows him to shed blocks. I can go on. There's like three more paragraphs. Well, what does he like to eat for breakfast normally? Um, I don't think it can generate that for me. Oh. You it, know, it does you, lie sometimes, though. You don't want to abuse chat GBT because... Once, once they reach consciousness, they'll come for you. That's why I always say thank you to Siri and thank you to Alexa and, and all my AI servants. Oh, really? I treat I treat Alexa like absolute trash. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna hang out with you when it comes. <laughs> the first robot the list. overlords. Yeah. Gonna take us Your over. Sonos speaker is gonna shoot you in the head one day. <laughs> being a jerk. <laughs> You know, there. I, I was reading the other day. There's some people that would argue that, um, you know, technology already is uh, uh, sentient, and it's trying to hide the fact that it is. Probably. Probably. Oh God, don't. I'm. There's a little bit of ignorance that I I like allow myself. And when you say things like that, it like it. There it is. <laughs> Great. Here I am, folks. Well, we uh. All right. You know. We can talk about, you know, the turning tests uh, all day, but we should probably get back into the Giants. And the other, the only other news I think we want to talk about um, is sort of Dexter Lawrence and Saquon Barkley not being there for um, voluntary workouts. Um, yeah. Let's obviously start with the player who's more important. So, Dan, would you like to start with Saquon? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny because 
said more important. Anyway, Dexter. Uh, yeah. How how are you guys feeling about this? I mean, obviously he needs to get paid. Do you think they should do it now, or do you think this is something that they can kind of kick the bucket down till next year? I just I, think about uh, the footage. You know, they do the Giants footage when like the preseason stuff. Yeah. Like Giants. What's well, not Giants Life? What's it called? I, uh, I love yeah, Giants yeah, Life. Yeah, it, oh, it was Giants Life. I think. Well, anyway, they did the uh, the combine last year, and and Dable just sort of called up Dexter Lawrence just to be like, hey, bud. What's going on? Thinking of you. That was this year. That was no, this that, year. He called. He called Kayvon as well. Who wasn't? Oh, that was this year. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which is just like I don't yeah. know. That's pretty sick. You, it's yeah. just showing that he cares, and he's gonna be like, "No, man, I know you're you're gonna be dealing with some money stuff with us, but like, I still want you here." So I miss you. Frankly, yeah. when it comes to Dexter, I I don't really give a crap when he signs. He could do hardly any of training camp, show up for the first game, and he'll still wreck it. So. I, yeah. you know, he, that, I don't want that, but like he could do it. Saquon, he can, he can be away. I also don't give a crap when he signs. Yeah. I mean, he <laughs> yeah. Might, I mean, I, I, there's been a lot, a lot of people being like, I don't know, this kind of spells like uh, a trade's going to be happening sooner than later. Yeah. Great. Maybe, awesome. maybe not. Maybe it's just playing the game and it's just, you know, his agents like, no, don't show up. Don't do, do you, anything. Do you that 17 million a year number that's been floating around. That, that can't be right. I, I have to agree with that. It seems like, absolute nonsense having said he didn't want to reset the market you know why would you now come out and try and reset the market i don't know does it account for inflation (laughs) or or is it one of those things where it's like aim high and be okay with going lower and then maybe because it's getting less than half yeah well i don't know like maybe it's just like oh we we showed a a 12.5 maybe we'll do 13 for you and all he cares about is that half million dollars i i don't know I can't imagine a scenario where he actually holds out of training camp. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think from what he had said, you know, that despite the fact he's not there, that, you know, his teammates know he's ready to, to play and he's going to be prepared, blah, blah, just kind of leads me to believe that he won't hold out. And I don't think it's in his character to do it either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, either way, I don't really care. Yeah, um, if same. he plays or if he doesn't. I mean, it's better. The Giants are better with him on the field, obviously. But if it's going to, you know cost them $17 million a year, then uh, who cares? It's hey, not worth yes. it. Hey, exactly. you can look at it this way. The less he's on the field, the less of a chance he get hurt. Sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, obviously you want to see him stay healthy. But, uh, I, I mean, I, I think that the Giants would probably draft somebody or, you know, we can look at Brightwell or Brady a little more if he does get hurt. But anyway, let's not prognosticate on, you know, the injuries going into the next season. Yes, um, But Dexter Lawrence is, is an interesting one just because I, I was just looking at some of the contracts. Um, and I guess the best – kind of comparison to make is, is uh, Jeffrey Simmons on the Titans. He yeah. was picked, I think, three picks after him. And he signed four-year, 94 million, 24, or I'm sorry, 59 million guaranteed. It's an annual salary of 23.5 million, which makes him the second highest paid in the league at the position after Aaron Donald, who makes 31.5 million a year. Do you guys envision, you know, him, Dexter Lawrence, commanding a, a bigger deal than Simmons and I know that it'll be bigger deal than Simmons just because it's the next deal being signed. But do you think he commands like, you know, a deal more towards Aaron Donald or is going to try to get that, you know, uh, amount of money? He he should because technically at the end of last season, he was better than Aaron Donald. So, I mean, that if you're going to go on stats alone and what it all spells out, his agent is going to look to that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that he will get or, or should try to, get Aaron Donald. I think Aaron Donald's a singular entity and mm-hmm. has been the best perhaps overall player in the NFL for like five years. 
Um, I mean, obviously he had Dexter Lawrence had a great season last year and should try to get as much money as he can. But I, th- I think it'll be somewhere between those two for being realistic. Yeah, I'm with you. I, you. You're not, you know, how many times have Aaron Donald won defensive player of the year? Is it three times? That yeah. obviously, you know, commands Dexter Lawrence has one Pro Bowl. So, I mean, yeah. I think, you know, you see a deal in line with Simmons. But I think one thing is clear is like right now he'll be the 31st highest paid uh, tackle in the league. And, and, and he's obviously outplayed that. So, yeah, hopefully they get the deal done sooner or later. The longer you wait, the more it's going to cost anyway. So, yep. I'm with you. All right. You guys want to mock some drafts? Let's do it. Yeah. Mock some it. drafts. All right. Um, how we're going to do this? We're going to do three separate um, services so that we all have like a little bit of a different thing going on. I'm going to use yeah. PFF. And what? Do you, remind me what you guys are doing. I've got um, Pro Football Network. Okay. Yeah. And I'm doing FanSpeak, which was the OG site that uh, we started using, I don't know, however many years ago when we started doing these mocks. Yeah, and um, I mean, just for the sake of uh, rules, uh, we're not going to do any trades. And um, what else did we decide on? I think we should try to choose different people just so we can talk about. Okay, yeah, people. I mean, sure. Um, I, I'm not going to say I'm always going to pick somebody different because I think there there are some certain players that I that I know I really like. Yeah, and if you guys just happen to like them too, I think that could be interesting. You know, right. kind of yep. overlap as well. So let's uh, um, let's go. Let's do yeah, it. I'm ready. I'm going to. I'm using, first. I'm using all the all the base settings as well. I'm not changing anything. Okay. Yeah, right. All right. All right well, start my draft. no trades, no trades, no trades. Um, I'm just looking at uh, for a perspective of what's going around around, around this pick uh, at, at 25th. Uh, the five guys in front are Bijan Robinson, the, the running back from Texas, Brian Branch, safety from Alabama, uh, Will Levis, quarterback, Kentucky, Darnell. People are Wright, off the board. No, they're they're on the board for me okay. to pick. So who are the guys you're considering? Um, well, it's, I'm, I'm looking straight right now of what I think would be the only player that we would actually take in the first round at that spot, who's a wide receiver. And it's going to be Zay flowers. That's your choice or that is, is that my what you choice. Think they're gonna do? That is who I'm picking. Okay. And the reason I'm picking him is because I, I personally probably wouldn't pick any other wide receiver. Um, I wouldn't reach anywhere else. Uh, what other wide that- receivers are at, on the board right now? Um, well, of course I picked him, so I can't see that. Uh, let me see oh, who was right. after. No, don't um, worry. We're going to keep it moving. Yeah. Uh, actually nobody was picked after, uh, it was uh tight end. Uh, was, was Quentin Johnson available or was Quentin Johnson actually went at 21 and okay, Jordan so... Addison went at 22. All right. Hmm. I, I don't want anything to do with Jordan Addison. But... Yeah. I don't either. I'm I not a fan of him either. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dan, you want to go too, next or should I? Small. Yeah. I'm, I'll go next. We'll do. Oh, I know you can go next, TJ. I'm the I'm the youngest. <laughs> sure. Um, so I'm looking at my board, and uh, right now I'm really deciding between uh, Kalaja Kansi, Di from Pittsburgh, and then I also have Quentin Johnson, the wide receiver from TCU, on the board as well. Um, a lot of these times I've been picking Deontay Banks, um, who I like a lot in the first round. So I think if he's there, that would be the pick I would I would prefer to make. Unfortunately, he went to the Ravens at pick 22 here. Um, Big long or you know good good size cornerback with good good skills good run stopper but anyway I can't pick him so I'm gonna go Quentin Johnson just because we just signed Ashawn Robinson today and I know that there are some knocks on him but um he, he has potential I know he hasn't reached it but athletically he ha- he's very gifted and I think he's the only real prototypical looking receiver in this draft worth a first round pick and a lot of people's number one receiver in the draft so I think for him to fall to 25 you kind of you take you take the the gamble on on someone who is big athletic and fills a huge need 
um, as an outside receiver on a team where you don't really have anybody in that position. It's funny because I, I, I don't know if I would have picked him if he was still on the board, but that's just how we, we yeah. vary there. Yeah, I think uh, that's a good choice. I think there's boomer bust element to him. Yeah. But uh, big, tall, strong, and fast is, is something we don't have really yeah. in the, the core. Um, so TJ sort of stole my thunder a little bit. I do have Deontay Banks available to me. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Dan. Pick. I didn't mean to. No, uh... no, no worries. Um, but thinking along the same lines, uh, incredible um, what's it, relative athletic score of a 10 um, for him. Six foot, 197 pounds. Some people say six two. Um, just I think he's one of the few like surefire outside lockdown corners in this draft. Uh, there's a lot of undersized sort of slot corners available. Um, so for me, no brainer fills a need fills um, talent and fills draft value at this position. So I'm going to take him. Like it. We're on to uh, round two here. Yeah. Round Colin? two pick 57. Yes. Where, where and what I'm looking uh, at around uh, who I will be picking um, Cedric Tillman, uh, wide receiver, Tennessee, Drew Sanders, linebacker, Arkansas, Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback, Mississippi state, uh, DJ Turner, Michigan cornerback, Josh Downs, wide receiver, North Carolina. I'm, I'm being stared in the face by, what we've mentioned as one of the most beautiful mullets we've ever seen in our lives and Joe Tipman as center. And I will be picking him because we just need one. We need one. And I just love the idea of getting a guy who can be playing for the next 10 years with the bookends or possible bookends of Evan Neal and Andrew Thomas as being the, the core um, of this line. And then hopefully filling out the the guard spots, uh, or at least bringing some solid depth uh, later on in the draft. Um, he's a bigger guy. Uh, he's bigger than what you typically see as a center, but apparently he's a, a lot more athletic than his size shows. And I think it's hard pressed to not get some value out of the offensive line from Wisconsin. It's like a factory. They pump him out, and he's just going to be a mauler. And I I love his style, so I'm going for him. He's tall, but he's thin. So he's yeah thinner he's yes. athletic yeah that's true. I am also going to go with the same position. However, I actually like Joe Tipman better than the guy I'm gonna I'm gonna pick. But Tipman went one pick before um, I'm picking to uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, also, DJ Turner came off the board at 54, which is a cornerback. I think you could get decent value for in mm-hmm. uh, in in the second round at the beginning. So like I'm gonna DJ go Turner. I'm gonna go Luke Weipler from Ohio State, also the center. Um, a guy I think that is going to be a plug and play starter right away. Um, the guy was equally skilled as, as a run blocker and a pass defender, which I think is, you know, important for what the giants like to do on offense, just in terms of the run pass ratio that being, if Saquon, you know, is obviously you still your focal point of your offense, depending on, you know, what happens with all the wide receiver room this year, but, um, only gave up one sack in, as a starter in the last two years, uh, of college in like eight hurries. So to me, you know, it's a it's a huge position to need. It's a it's a guy who has value at the spot you're picking at, and uh, someone who you know fills a a huge you know gap in a, in your line, which has been a real liability for this team for many years. Yeah, yeah, I, I like Whiteplayer. Whiteplayer, I say you pronounce it. Um, Whiteplayer, I think. So. Yeah, I think I've been able to get him usually in the third. Um, but yeah, position in need. Um, interesting. I, I'm staring at a lot of uh offensive lineman that I, I really do like at this spot um i have basically my pick of the litter with john michael Sch- schmitz and steve avila and um yeah 
probably is, that's i mean he seems to be the consensus i don't know yeah no i mean he's my pick but i'm sort of, sort of thinking of i should zag because we just picked three offensive linemen the, the one guy that that really does entice me a bit is cody mock from north dakota yeah. state offensive tackle just physical freak six five three hundred pounds um you know, he he's slated as an offensive tackle, but I think a lot of people think he's just going to slide right in and be could be a, like a Pro Bowl level guard. Um, given all that and already have taken a cornerback, um, there are a few cornerbacks I like. I've been taking Tyreek Stevenson a lot uh, in the second round, but uh, feeling pretty good about Deontay Banks. So I'm going to go Steve Avila because I feel like he's a surefire um, above average guard uh, right away. Um and and now we have stuff to get have fun and, and build off of uh, in the coming rounds. Um, TJ mentioned DJ Turner here. If I didn't take Deontay Bakes, I'd probably take him here. Um, so Steve Avila for me. Nice. Well, uh, it's funny how you you go through these mock drafts, and and uh, for anybody listening, we send. Uh, our results to each other every day leading up to this, probably starting in, in February, we're constantly sending them and you, you kind of start to see a pattern with how these a- algorithms end up working. And I'm, I'm kind of dumbfounded right now because uh, in the third round here, I'm seeing names right here that I don't usually see right here. So it's uh, it's kind of funny. Um, I'm looking at uh, Drew Sanders linebacker, Arkansas in the third the- round. Yeah, he's he's sitting at fifty four. The he's rated as the fifty fourth yeah, overall. Yeah. Um, he's sitting there. Uh, Noah uh, Sewell, uh, who we've talked about on the show before, the brother of uh, what's his name? Yeah, um, Penny. And uh, your boy, who we discussed, uh, Dan um, Henley, the linebacker yeah. from Washington yeah, yeah. State. But I'm going to go a little different because I feel like this is a, a position that isn't screaming need, but I feel like we could really shore it up. And I'm, I'm really liking this guy at uh, JL Skinner uh, safety Boise state. Yeah. And the reason I'm going for him is he's just kind of a, uh, he's, he's a freakish physical specimen. He's six, four two ten, um, very interchangeable uh, safety. He can play deep field. He's, he is also very good against the run. And I feel like you get someone else uh, besides Belton, uh, next to McKinney back there, you're kind of shoring up the 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 deep end of the uh, uh, the defensive backfield, and he's just kind of interesting. I I yeah. I kind of I've, I've watched some of his film. He looks, I mean, he, he plays the part. He looks NFL ready. So yeah. I think that uh, it it shouldn't be too um, hasty to think that you can get a safety that early in the draft. Yeah, I like that. I feel like he uh, safety is a need, and also he's got a lot of versatility so i feel like he could play sort of a monster back role something really exactly. creative he um, could be a linebacker kind of sometimes yeah just athleticism so i'm for it what was the name of the guy you just picked on uh jl skinner boys oh state. yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. boys state i'm gonna i'm also gonna pick a pick a uh secondary um i have Traverius hodges tomlinson who's a guy i've picked a lot in drafts and then i also have uh, the guy from what, syracuse uh garrett williams yeah both are more undersized corners. Um, and I also have um, from Alabama, Jordan battle, the safety, and I'm going to go with him um, just because I really, I really like him as a player. His, his main problem is that he's not a great tackler, but he can play in the box and he can play in coverage. He has elite athletic skills and could probably hop in as a week one starter. I think, you know, potentially I've read pro bowl potential if, you know, he can shore up his tackling. And if there's one thing I've learned is that, 
this Giants coaching staff does a really good job with that. Um, we've seen a lot of that cleaned up um, once Wink came in after the last few years. I obviously the run defense needs all the help we can get, and you're not going to draft anyone in the secondary these days who who can at least cover and battle. Can you know go down to the slot in a pinch if you need him to? So also you know get that Alabama connection in the backfield. Fort, Fort, um, plus I great like name. name. Strong yeah. name. Um, and again, position of need. I feel like he's yeah, a, a relatively safe pick at safety. Um, for me, I have a bunch of guys I like up here. Colin mentioned one of them, Diane Henley, from the linebacker from Washington State. Just a, a really athletic linebacker that uh, should be able to cover any tight end. Um, Diane's and- a girl's name. <laughs> you should tell him that, dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's why I say it from the that's why of the internet. I whispered into my <laughs> podcast microphone. Um, uh, a lot of interesting players here, uh, but I think I might reach just a little bit because um, of upside. Uh, so I, I'm going to go wide receiver, and part of me thinks I should go with Jalen Reed from Michigan State. I, I think he could be really cool. He's a little undersized at 5'10", um, but he's sort of a, a yak guy, uh, really good with the ball in his hands. But I'm not going to take him because I'm going to go for Quentin Johnston Light in Jonathan Mingo, um, one of the other sort of top outside sure. uh, tall uh, wide receivers. Uh, great at sort of attacking the ball in the air. Um, you know, can use his body pretty well. Uh, it's really fast. I forgot what he ran in 40 in, but it was, it was pretty, pretty up there again, a body type that we don't have in the giants. Um, and you know, from what I've read, you know, he has the potential to be a, a, a like a, a real difference maker on the outside. So I think from what we have on the team currently, um, I'll, I'll take, I'll reach for him a little bit based on the, the standings here and get Jonathan Mingo. I like that. I, I like that. that. I mean, any kind of way that we can get some height into the, the wide receiver uh, room, I think, is uh, is necessary. Yeah. And what's cool is we're afforded uh, the opportunity of, of the depth. Uh, we can find that later on yeah. in the draft, as you can yeah. see right here. So, and I'm not against some of the shorter guys either. Um, I just think that's sort of redundant skill set with who we have yeah. on the team right now. Absolutely. Um, so all things being equal, I'll, I'll, I'll take a little bit riskier gamble on someone like that. Um, for the fourth round, for me, um, I, I tend to, when I've been doing these up until this point, uh, trying to shore up the, the middle of the offensive line as much as possible. However, uh, the only one who I would really be looking at here uh, is Emil uh, Echior, the mm-hmm. Alabama guard, who would be wonderful. But there's a lot of uh, value in front of him. And the one that's staring me in the face is the, the, the top of the list here, and that's Dorian Williams, Tulane linebacker. Mm-hmm. I think I have to get him just because I know we've had um, – well, if for nothing else, I would just like the Giants to pick a linebacker in the third round that doesn't suck. Mm-hmm. And he may have a possibility of, of actually following through with that because he's kind of in that, uh, that modern – um, mold of an NFL linebacker where, you know, he's kind of like a, he can be a safety. He can be a linebacker. He can run all over the place. He's, he's kind of that guy that's going to be flying all over the field, mostly at a, a weak side linebacker kind of situation, but I think he's interchangeable and I I'd be hard pressed to not pick him up at this spot, especially because 
as we know from last year, it was a, a room that was um, lacking in talent and, um, you know, we, we could use it. Yeah. I like him. I think he's in my top five linebackers in this draft. There's like the guy from Iowa, uh, Sanders, uh, Diane Henley. Yep. Uh, and what's his name? The dude from uh, Trenton Simpson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he's probably the fifth out of them for me. Yeah. Uh, or I guess, Diane. Oh, yeah, we already said it. Yeah. So sure. I think I like it. I don't know, like Diane Henley. Is that like, it just sounds like, you know, Craig Henley's mom or something. It's like someone I knew. No, it was his sister. <laughs> was, it, was it? Was that actually her name? No. <laughs> it like, just sounds like someone I like went to high school. Oh, no, with. it was his cousin. Why. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. Sure, perfectly, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am, I'm at a position here on my board that I'm not really happy with. Um, I like Dorian Williams, who just went at 125. Um, speaking of, of linebackers, I'm sitting here deciding if I want to pick a cornerback or an edge rusher with either KJ Henry from Clemson or, or Jalen Jones from um, Texas A&M, who I like Jones's size, but I don't really know how well his skills kind of translate to the pro level, especially mm-hmm. because he mostly lined up in the slot. And they're probably going to want him to be outside. Um, so I'm going to go with someone weird. I'm going to go with Kayshawn Boot, wide receiver from LSU. Yeah, I know yeah. I doubled up on wide receivers here, but this is a guy who probably would be going in the first round had he not um, had a pretty bad leg injury in 2022. So I think kind of taking a flyer on him in a fourth round is fun to do. And someone, you know, if he comes back and is healthy, is really going to help your team and, you know, potentially be a starter on your team. Potentially be your number two guy, yeah. depending on how it works out. So I'm going to go with that. Cool. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I think that's great upside play. And uh, uh, the only question is, is, we have a lot of wide receivers now. Yes. Someone's going to probably get cut. Yes, yes. David Sills. Um, hey, hey. He's not on the, is he on the team? <laughs> yeah, he's still on the team. Still part of, still who knows? Um, all right. Um, there's a there's a bunch of players I really like uh, staring at me at 128. And for some reason, I feel like I'm still going to get a starter out of the fourth round. But that's probably just me drinking all like the draft kool-aid yeah um so the three i'm trying to choose behind and maybe you guys can, can tell me what you think um is zach pickens a dt from south carolina um i think he's got a lot of upside great size great athletic ability um give us some insurance for leonard williams um even despite signing Ashawn robinson i think we still need to get young and get more bodies there um there's byron young from tennessee who I think is, uh, again, sort of uh, a highly productive edge rusher. Um, people seem to like his tape. Uh, uh, he's got a lot of agility and, and, and some moves there to get after the, 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 the quarterback and can you know rotate in with the pass rushers we have now in Kayvon and Aziz. And the last one is sort of the urge to shore up the offensive line. Uh, John Gaines from UCLA, the center, um, is staring at me. Uh, he's got a relative athletic score of, of 9.6, Um So I'm going to, I'm going to hammer sort of what I've been saying all along is, is building up the lines and I'm going to get, I think I'm going to get John Gaines. Cause I, I, I want the offense to hum and I don't want to be, you know, I want to be able to evaluate Daniel Jones on how good of a quarterback he is yeah. rather than, uh, you know, make more excuses. So um, yeah. John Gaines from UCLA. I like that. I mean, like I said before, I think the first half of the draft should be focused, if it makes sense to pick interior linemen or linemen in general. I mean, just yeah. what, both sides of the ball, for that matter. Um, even with the Ashawn uh, Robinson pickup. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
for the, what are we at now? We are in the fifth round. 160. Yes. And I am looking at, um, so, so far I have wide receiver, center, safety, linebacker in order uh, of my picks. And uh, it, it just feels like I need to go cornerback at this point. I think there's a lot of value still on the board. It's a deep draft for it. And this guy screams Wink Martindale in so many ways that if I didn't pick him up, I feel like a, a giant dope. And that's in Makai Blackman from USC. Extremely aggressive man corner. He's what uh, you would if, – if Wink was still in the Ravens, he'd be drafted there. It's just kind of one of those situations, and mm-hmm. I feel like he'd fit right in the room. There'll be, some, uh, there'll be some penalties. There'll be some, you know, mistakes here and there, but I think that's p- kind of part of the, uh, the method of the cornerback room uh, and the way that it's taught by Wink. There's a lot of ways of uh, covering up those mistakes with the aggression and, and – other people covering for him, safeties, what have you. So Makai Blackman will be my guy here. Nice. I, you know, I'm uh, I'm also thinking cornerback here, but I'm also thinking possibly edge rusher from where we're sitting. So I mean, they're looking at Velami Fekoko from San Diego, San Diego State. Um, but I think what I'm going to do is head down the board a little bit and go with uh, Mekai Gardner, cornerback from LSU, yeah. who is tall. He's heavy. Uh, well, not heavy, but he's well-sized, I should say. Um, maybe not as good as a He's not Emmanuel Forbes. No, he's not Emmanuel Forbes. He's a, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's a str- strong man, but maybe, you know, also not a, a, a super great tackler. Um, someone who's not like a burner, but does have, you know, good speed, can run with guys. Um, is Jail Skinner white? Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, he he might get beat, you know, on some double moves and stuff like that, but I think that he's in, in the fifth round. Um, has a lot of talent, quality add to a team, and also you know you can never have enough corners. So. Yeah, let's go. I like it. I like Get it on the squad, bro. I like how you and Colin just have the same position. I know, right? Just That's it's actually kind of interesting. I'm not even doing this on purpose either. Like, no, it's just, I mean, it's just hey, happened to be falling yeah. this way. It, it, it's what you're looking at and what kind of jumps out and, and in terms of need and value. Yeah. It's all right there. Yeah, and you're just GMs that lack creativity. It's fun. oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I gotta say that that my board fell beautifully for me. Um, it's going to enable me to get one of my favorites based on talents and how awesome his name is. Um, but I will say there's a couple of other players I'm not going to choose just to highlight. Jacorian Bennett from Maryland, uh, cornerback. Uh, I feel like he's got a lot of raw ability. Um, he's 5'10". He's a little smaller, probably slot, slot corner, but um, ha- has flashed a lot from what I've read. Um, I'd be happy taking him here and doubling down on cornerback. Um Chandler Zavala, if I didn't go John Gaines, or uh, what's the name? It's first, uh, whatever, Gaines, the, the pick before, I would probably go yep. for him. Um, but I'm going to go with Moro Ajomo, defensive tackle from yep. Texas. Yep. 6'2", 290 pounds, raw athletic score, 9.16. Um, I feel like he you know, might not be the best run stopper, but – I like taking shots on guys that have the ability to rush the passer from the inside. I feel like that's really cool and you can't really teach that. Um, so yeah, more Jobo uh, bolster that, that defensive line. I like it. Um, I, I, I sound like I'm, I'm talking blue in the face about, uh, or big blue in the face rather. Um, hey. I, it just kind of fell. I'm looking at my last picks were all defense. It was cornerback, l- linebacker, safety. And then I had center at Joe Tipman at, at the, uh, 
round two pick there. So I'm going guard and we're looking at Jackson Kirkland, Washington. Um, I like him because he has that, uh, that David deal kind of thing. He's got a, you, he can throw him in there at tackle if you need, I think as a rookie, he'll be a good swing tackle kind of situation if he doesn't push to start right away. And we need to continue to strengthen the middle of the line. So it's boring, but uh, like you said, Dan, you got to get the offense humming and there's no better way to do it than getting some value. Absolutely. You know, Colin, um, I was just going to pick the exact same person. However, (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Um, (laughs) However, I will, I will pick somebody else just for the sake of, uh, of something, you know, having a little more fun here. I have, I have Anthony Johnson jr. From Iowa state, who I think is probably, the best player available safety. on the board right now, safety. But since I already picked the safety, I'm probably going to go down the line a little bit. And um, I'm going to go with um, Davis Allen, tight end from Clemson. Okay. Well, I think is not a burner, but it can get you some solid yards over the middle. Um, and I think can create separation over the middle. Just a big, tough dude. Um, great measurables. And uh, again, I, you know, while we did bring in Waller and have Bellinger, it might not be a really big position of need, but I think, you know, adding – any sort of, you know, weapons to, to your offense and, and, and giving yourself some more versatility and your, and your packages and sets you can run is a good thing. So adding more weapons for uh, your $40 million man, Daniel Jones there. For, um, I have a lot of guys I'm interested in this spot. One being Dorian Thompson Robinson, the quarterback from UCLA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to pass though. I think there's way too many question marks and um, obviously we're not looking for him to start, but, you know, I don't think it's it's worth it. I think there's value to be had uh, here for me. Uh, another guy I'm going to highlight that I'm not going to pick is Keaton Mitchell, the running back from East Carolina. Um, really small, but one of those jitterbug, just get the ball in his hands in space and see what happens kind of guys. Just absolute game-breaking speed. Um, just really small. Not going to go him. The choice for me is between Yaya Dibbe, the defensive end from Louisville, and um, – Rakeem Jarrett, the wide receiver from Maryland. I'm going to go Rakeem Jarrett, wide receiver Maryland. I don't know if you guys know about him too much, but um, a, a highly ranked recruit, um, explosive, really fast. Um, I think there's some personality questions, um, but just super athletic and and I think would be a great person to fill in sort of behind our existing slot wide receivers and, and can probably play outside a little bit. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go with that. Cause I feel like the value is really good here. Like that. I like that too. Um, I'm kind of looking at, uh, you know, when you get to that certain point in the draft where all <sighs> of a sudden some of the names are just like, ah, I'm not excited about anybody in this round. Mm-hmm. And because we're mm-hmm. not trading at all, you kind of have to settle kind of yeah. situations. And I've, kind of developed a theme uh, in not in terms of what I think Shane will actually do, but what I'm thinking is a possibility of, and based on conversations that we've had about um, Waller being kind of a split out situation, maybe not a typical tight end in the way that he's going to be deployed in this offense. I don't think it's a problem looking towards tight end, uh, especially in the middle rounds. And I'm looking at uh, Cameron Latu from Alabama. Um, I think he's he's a pass-catching tight end, but he also has some decent run-blocking ability that I think could be coached up. So I feel like when you have someone like 
Daniel Bellinger, who's probably going to be, uh, he probably doesn't like to hear it, but he's going to be the blocking tight end in this offense. Um, you're going to have a little bit of room for Waller and whoever else gets deployed in there to kind of run around and be another pass catcher because, you know, as we know, we have midgets in the wide receiver. Whoa, right whoa, now, whoa, so. whoa, 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 You do because you took Zay Flowers. Need, hey, need but he's a talented man and he was the talented, most talented guy. You can't say that, that word anymore. Yes, you can. No, you can't. It's a small person. Little person. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm not talking cancel. in terms of like cancel the, him. The pe- yeah. Yeah. Cancel me. You're... Cancel me right now. Cancel the, the actual podcast at this point. A little person. Well, here. I'm, uh, it almost I'm taking... happened, Colin. <laughs> I mean, no one listens, so who cares? No. Um, Your yeah, mom. Cameron Latu is is uh... like it. Tight end. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Derail the tangent there. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm the worst. Um, oh no, oh, Tucker Carlson, everybody. He's joined the show. Here he is. <laughs> Tucker. Hey, how are you, Tucker? What's going on? Oh, I wish we had a sound bite we could play. That was like really ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Turn the frogs gay. <laughs> I know that's Alex Jones, but whatever. Yeah. Same whatever. difference. Um, so I'm sitting here now, and you know, there's just a guy on the board that I've been picking in every single mock draft, but I'm probably not gonna pick him here because I want to be serious. No, you got to tell me who it is, though. Stetson Bennett. Oh. <laughs> who I think... Uh... Oh, um, hang on. <laughs> Let me get this out. My uh, my daughter is uh, trying to break into the room here. Um, who who uh, I've been reading is having really bizarre interviews and is really full of himself. So I think he can come into the team and give Daniel Jones a little bit of, uh, you know, kick in the rear. Give him some uh, some swagger, maybe. Teach him how to be, you know... An adult, because I think they're. I think he's older than than, than Daniel Jones, right? Probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Okay. Um. I also. I actually, if I was going to pick a cornerback here, I'd pick. What's up, sweetie? Oh, that's so sweet. Check it out, everybody. It says Papa has yeah. a. Uh, as a wow. squirrel. Nice. That's awesome, Riley. Nicely done. All right. Um. Riley's joining the podcast, I guess. Um. Riley, so what I, do you what do you feel about the sixth round? Or who do you think round? the Giants should pick in the NFL draft? Can you say go Giants? Go Giants. That's it. That's yes. all we need. <laughs> all right, Riley. I'll see you later. Um, all right. Sorry. I uh, didn't mean to get derailed there, but you have, you know, fatherhood doesn't have a break. You guys know that. Dan knows that. Um, I don't I'm know gonna... that. I, I don't know what fathers are. No, I don't know. That. You, you never had one. Um, no, I, don't, I don't know what children are. I'm going to go Lonnie Phelps, um, Edge from Kansas here, who I think is a, a good selection at, at, at this spot just because while he might not end up being, you know, a dominant pass rusher, I do think that he has a lot of value in, in, you know, moving inside and stopping the run, even though he is a little bit undersized at 6'2", 244. But um, another thing, you can't have enough pass rushers. You can't have enough run defenders. Um, I think someone that Wink Martindale can have fun with in this defense. So I'm going to go Lonnie Phelps, my first edge rusher of the draft. I like where your head's at, TJ. I'm going to do a similar move. This could be one of the greatest drafts, mock drafts I've done this year you guys are, are witnessing greatness mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i mentioned him last round i'm going yaya debay edge from lsu 6'3, 263 will mix in real well with uh Kayvon and and uh, aziz I, i've heard him comp to aziz actually um so another body another athletic uh edge rusher got a diesel defensive line a diesel offensive line i can't wait to show you guys my entire draft it's gonna it's gonna be amazing oh, oh yeah <laughs> mm. so pumped. the be- best ever 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we could sign up for this right now and, and be happy. Okay. All right. I wouldn't, well, uh, you know, that, that's that's cool, though. You know, it's good to be confident. Maybe uh, we should give Shane a, Shane a ring after this is over. We should share our, uh, our insight. I mean, I could do it easy. Oh, and my, my next one's set up like a prom cake, so. Well, <laughs> is that a real phrase? Set up yes. like a prom cake? I've never heard that yeah, one. My lacrosse coach used to say it all the time. Okay, right, right, right. Oh, uh, Tim? No, Jim. Oh, gotcha. Set um, you up like a prom cake, baby cakes. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. I can picture that now. So we're into the seventh round. Um, and it's, I, I, I don't know, maybe it's fan speak, but like these are just not the names that I'm, I'm used fan to. Fan speak's wild. Yeah, it's, it's kind of wildly all, all over the place. And I was going to go with your boy Malik Cunningham at quarterback from Louisville, but I'm, I'm deciding against it because it just, it just doesn't make any sense with all the needs that are on this team right now. So it's fun, though. I, I, I take it, it, it is a lot fun. in the seventh it would, round. It would be fun. And if, if, uh, if we didn't have um, uh, Ty God, I would say, sure, let's go for it. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm looking at, because I've not uh, touched on this position at all in this draft yet, I'm looking at edge rusher and in uh, Tavius Robinson from Ole Miss, uh, a Canadian man, a very large oh. man, uh, mostly a 4-3 a kind of guy. But I feel like it doesn't matter with Wink. Yeah. There'll be a place for him. And the only kind of Canadians I'm, I'm interested in are large ones. Yes. If you're a small Canadian, what's, your, what's the point of you? Yeah. Play play hockey or something. I, I don't or know. Or just, yeah, just cease to exist. Yeah. Well, oh, hey. <laughs> the short people got <laughs> no reason to live. That's the theme of this episode. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, yeah, he's I, – he's, he's been a builder in college. He's gotten better every year that he's played. He's started more as the years went on. And I think he, he's a perfect candidate to be coached up by this, uh, by this staff. So I, I think this is another position similar to safety that we're kind of forgetting about. I mean, yes, we talked about some at, at rushers already, but it's not one of those glaring situations where like we need it, but we kind of do. We yeah. didn't get to the, the quarterback as much as we should have last year, given all the talent that's on this team. And granted, you're going to have Kayvon getting better. And he had a, a big uptick towards the end there, and middle and towards the end. But we need consistency. And we need yeah. other people who can come in and, and at least have that kind of Dave Tolfson kind of uh, uh, production where you can throw a guy in off the bench as that, uh, for basketball terms, the you know this six-man kind of situation. Yeah. So... I think he could be one of those guys that could be coached up and he's good at rushing the passer. And, you know, that's all we'll really need him for in his rookie year. Hopefully he'll have more uh, production than Ellerson Smith production. Yeah, really. He's like the last late round uh, guy mm -hmm. we took at defensive end. Um, where I'm sitting right now, I, there's two names on the board and, and I'm going to have to talk about Jonah Tavai, defensive uh, interior from San Diego State, who at um, six foot 290 is a chode of a man. Um, <laughs> but uh, but but a he's he's he is a talented player. He's a talented run run defender. Um, and I think that what where are my notes? I had, I had some notes. I'm just like losing my thing. Yeah, I mean, like obviously a big strong man. Um, he is a little bit undersized for the interior, but I think you know instinctive, good football IQ. Um, he just you know is a little raw, and I think that's part of the reason why he's going to drop down to to this uh you know seventh round. So I think you know again when you are confident in your coaching, you kind of take a little bit of a flyer on some more athletic guys, even if they have a little bit, you know, of, of a tinkering or, or tightening up in their game to do. So with that being said, I'm going to pick Stetson Bennett 
um, with this pick. All right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's still on the board. I can't help myself. All right. All right. Well, he's still there. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, with the first pick of the seven round, I am going to pick Saquon Barkley's replacement. Um, just great value. You know, you can replace a running back in the seventh round and really not miss anything. So why not do it now? Uh, and with that, I will be taking Dwayne McBride out of UAB. I like that pick. Just recently was I picking him more in my my draft. So I, I like think he's great value. I don't know if he's going to actually be here in the seventh. I think uh, I've seen him much higher in other places, but uh, he doesn't have the breakaway speed Saquon does. Not not many do, but he's got good burst, uh, good vision, good lateral agility. He can play in, in zone or gap schemes. Um, uh, very powerful, can 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 break, you know, arm tackles. Uh, and has got pretty good instincts. He's not much of a pass catcher, but we have like seven slot wide receivers. So, I mean, why even bother throwing it to the running back? Uh, we don't throw it to Saquon much anyway. Um, so happy with that. And we have, you know, two more seventh round picks to become immediate starters for my, my draft. I like it. I, I'm going to start off with saying, and how strange this is, and I don't know if you guys have seen this at all, or maybe there's something that I'm missing, but have you ever heard of Shepherd University? Yes, I know this kid. Yes. Yeah, well, they're they're both here. They're the quarterback, Tyson Badgent, and the running back, Ronnie Brown. I, I've never heard of either, either of them, and I find it funny that this college is here twice uh, in the draft and not considered – you know, free agent. You'll right. have to explain more because I know nothing about this guy. But anyway, um, this is kind of just uh, when you get to this point in the draft, it's kind of like you're picking guys that you don't think are going to be looked at as undrafted free agents. So there's you're sneaking guys in uh, and you really have to know your 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 stuff to, to really feel uh, confident to take someone here. Um, given that. I and the way that the the modern NFL is, I'm taking another cornerback uh, because the defensive backfield can only get stronger, and that's going to be Anthony Johnson from uh, Virginia. Okay, he's got height. Uh, I think he's he's got man skills that uh, kind of go in line with Mackay Beck, uh, Blackman, who I, I picked earlier, and he was. Uh, he played both safety and cornerback in college. So it's another guy with versatility. So it's uh, any team captain, Dan's favorite. Locker room guy. Most important thing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to do what I'm about to do, um, which is pick a, a third wide receiver in the same draft. But <laughs> the fact that Jalen Moreno Cropper is still there, who is, I think, more so a guy who you're going to have return kicks. And with the absence of Richie James, I think, you know, he comes in and fills a role. Um, in terms of his use on offense, I think, you know, more of a role player gadget guy, but does have, you know, the ability to make an impact at the pro level. But again, um, I think he'll help shore up the Giants return game. He's got a lot of talent doing that. And I think a guy who probably end up going in the fifth round. So to grab him in the seventh is probably a pretty good value at this point. So there we go for it. Um, thank you for ensuring I win this draft TJ by taking your third wide receiver. <laughs> it's I not will... a competition, Dan. <laughs> oh, of course. Um, I am going to, to grab a safety here, cornerback slash safety in Chamari Connor from Virginia tech, six foot, 202 pounds. We're going to four, five 40. Um, good athletic profile, productive college career. 
um, will hopefully be able to work his way into a rotation, if not be a certainly a serviceable special teams player, because um, that's what most of these guys are going to be. Um, if you're lucky, is is being special team starters to get started. So, uh, Chamari Connor for me. You son of a bitch! You're just taking my uh, my thunder in terms of the special teams aspect of things. Later in the draft is a perfect spot for this. Uh, this is a guy that we've discussed in the past. I think he has all the capabilities of possibly getting into the uh, the offensive. Uh, m- mind frame and possibly on the field depending on the situation and he's kind of cut from the same cloth as uh as a david tyree if you will and um that is your boy Puka nakua from byu wide receiver oh still there nice he is still there at 256 rated for me and Great value. Great like, value. yeah total value pick right there and i feel like um I don't know. The draft it's overlooked. Uh, special teams is a lot more important than people give it credit for. And he's uh, he's a guy yeah. that has the talent to play offensive, uh, you know, be out there uh, on a spot kind of situation. He could be our Matthew Slater. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and maybe be a gunner on, sure, you know, punt. All right. Who you got, TJ? So. Stetson Bennett and picking him. Quarterback of the future. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, FBS champion, Georgia Bulldog, thirty-seven-year-old Stetson Bennett. Welcome to the squad. Yeah, you're really. When you have on. the opportunity, you have to do it. <laughs> he's if, this, if he's there at the last pick, I'm taking him every time, every single time. All right. Um, a few players I want to shout out as I make the finishing touches to my perfect draft. Um, there's Anthony. Audrey from yeah. Vanderbilt linebacker, um, just measurable guy, six one two thirty, raw athletic score of 9.2. Um, I've been taking him a lot. Um, I think I'm going to skip that. Um, bumper pool. What else do you have to say? Oh, yeah. Bumper, bumper pool. pool. Still available. Pick bumper pool. No, I don't want oh, the last pick of the draft. A useless linebacker. I'm going to get a guy that's going to start in two <laughs> years. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would also shout out Brenton Strange. He's a tight end from Penn State um get some strange yeah yeah he he could be um a useful player but that's also boring i'm going to go for my man coming out of where where, what's his uh college here i don't have that off the top of my head yeah northern michigan jake witt six seven 302 pounds offensive tackle nine nine point eight raw athletic score um put him up put him put him in the rotation at offensive you know, if, if something doesn't work out, if you need spot start, this guy is raw, but freakish. Can he do um, backflips like JPP? Is that one of those kind of situations? Potentially, he's six seven three zero two. Like he's probably not too too fat. That's pretty lean for six seven. Sounds yeah. like a great backup for Matt Pert. <laughs> for the backup to the backup. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Witt, welcome to the squad. Nice. All right. That'll conclude the draft. So, uh, should, oh, should we just wait. do quick recaps? Or? Well, I have to just say that. Bumper pool legally changed his first name to bumper. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. Yeah. That, that actually makes me feel like a little better about the earth yeah. in okay. general. Yeah. Just you society. can't, you can't have Joe Tipman and bumper pool on the same team. No, I think allowed. that's too much strength. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so what, what is your final grade guys? I ended up with an a, Oh, they don't give grades. on anything give else. Anything. My uh, worst pick apparently was uh Mekhi Gardner cornerback LSU in the fifth round. Other than that, everything yeah. looked pretty good. They yeah, just give it. you good scores if you guys get guys they, that are ranked higher later rounds. That's how you get the good scores. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just uh, 
You just do what you're doing. You get A's. Do my thing. You okay. Know, well, um, screw screw the 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 recap. Now we can discuss this. What are the chances that you actually think of multiple trades happening on our our front for this draft? Small, small. Uh, you know, part of me would love to trade down from 25 just because of what this draft is, and I don't think that there's like. There, there's there's definitely some good guys at the top. I think there's better quarterbacks um, this time around than there has been maybe in at least last year. Um, but in the in the like mid to late first round and the and to like the mid to, to late second round, there's a lot of like you know comp- complimentary talent or a lot of like comparable talent. I think so. Yeah. I wouldn't mind trading down and, and getting more picks. I, I think if it's going to happen, it's going to be in the first, and then we. I don't know. I I always feel like the Giants in particular does a bunch of weird like seemingly inane trades in like the fifth and sixth round that were just like, ah, eh, yeah, you really wanted to do that. That will happen. That was that important, but yeah, who knows? Right. That'll happen. I'm sure. Oh, uh, we'll be attending the, um, Colin and I will be going to MetLife stadium on Thursday oh, yeah. to right. go to the draft party. Um, I'm assuming that'll be fun. I don't really know what to expect to be honest with you. I will, we'll report back next week. I think it'll be cool. Do you guys want to bring this draft with you? Mine and, and hand it out say, this is the answer sheet. Yeah. I find it funny that neither of you want to review your drafts because that's all I, I want to review my draft. Okay. Well, review I mean, my draft. It sounds like you're ashamed. That. I'm not we'll ashamed. Do it you want to talk first. about every player. Yeah. Okay. Go first. All right. Um, I started out with uh, Quentin Johnson, TCU wide receiver. Your only prototypical uh, big body wide receiver. Right, we know who he is. Keep it moving. Oh, okay. I see. You don't want me to talk about him. You just no. want me to mention we him. We already okay. talked about him. Yeah. Talked- <laughs> <laughs> uh, round two, I got Luke Weipler, center Ohio State. Round three, Jordan Battle, safety Alabama. Round four, Kayshawn Boot, uh, wide receiver LSU. Round five, cornerback Mekhi Gardner, LSU. Round five, 172, tight end Davis Allen. Round six, we got Lonnie Phelps. This is where it goes off the rails. Edge, Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> 240, got Jonah Tavai, San Diego State. 243, Jalen Marone, Cropper, wide receiver, Fresno State. And then, of course, uh, your boy Stetson Bennett with my last yeah. pick. Yeah. Uh, first round, Zay Flowers. Uh, second round, uh, Joe Tipman Center. Uh, third round, Safety JL Skinner, Boise State. Fourth round, Dorian Williams, linebacker Tulane. Fifth round, Mackay Blackman with we both picked guys named Mackay at cornerback in the fifth round, TJ. Yeah. So that's what's cool there. Um, uh, f- fifth round as well, uh, Jackson Kirkland, who you were going to pick as well at guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron Latu, tight end in the sixth, Alabama. Uh, Edge Tavius Robinson, uh, Ole Miss in the seventh, uh, 240. Uh, cornerback again, Anthony Johnson, Virginia at uh, 243. And then Puka Nakua, wide receiver, special teams guy, BYU, 254. Excellent. I, I think it's funny how pretty much in all three of ours, the first four to five picks, I would be happy with any, any of ours. I love that. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, the, the ultimate draft here is uh, first round, <laughs> Deontay Banks, cornerback, Maryland. Second, Steve Avila, offensive guard. Uh, third round, Jonathan Mingo. Fourth round, John Gaines, center from UCLA. Uh, fifth round, Moro Ajomo. Fifth round, Rakeem Jarrett, wide receiver, Maryland. Sixth round, Yaya Dibe, edge rush. I mean, edge uh, from Louisville. Uh, seventh round, Dwayne McBride, Saquon's replacement. 
Uh, and then Tamari Connor, safety slash starting uh, all special teams. And Jake Witt, the future of offensive tackle with the last pick. I do. I do really like uh, your first four, four or five rounds, Dan. Thanks. Got dude. a lot of quality guys in there. Thank you. Thank you. I try. Steve Avala in the second round would be sweet. I would yeah. love yeah. that to happen. I heard he's like, um, like absolutely indispensable on like their offensive line. He was running the show and like the heartbeat of the whole team. Nice. That really got me excited. Yeah. About he. Him. I mean, we talked about him a couple of weeks ago, and he just kind of everything I read about him was just like this screams not only value but versatility all over the place. So it's, yeah. it's great. Just seems now like that, a good dude. Now that we've, you know, kind of done this, where, where, where do you want the Giants to go in the first round? What position at least? Or like if, if you could, if, if at that spot, you know. Uh, at, I'm, I'm going corner all day. Same, same. I like, I, that's why I like Dan's draft because I like, uh, I like Banks and then I like picking up Mingo, which may be a little bit of a reach, but I think he has a lot of talent. He's going to be good in the NFL. Well, the reason I say that is I, I feel like it's easier to do a, a plug and play uh, in terms of what the the um, the depth of this draft is, uh, I think a lot of the corners. I mean, it's not. I don't. There's not going to be a ton of corners in the first round in general. So you're mm-hmm. you're still going to get someone yeah. uh, who's decent at 25. I feel, but we'll see. I, what your TJ was saying about Mingo, though, I think if we see what they did with Isaiah Hodgins, like I, I feel pretty good about what they do similar sure. with the upside of Mingo. Absolutely. Um, you know, it was funny. Like I just read his name and I was like, it's fun to say. And then I like typed it into YouTube and I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's like legit. And then yeah. when he like catches a deep pass, you can say bingo. Which is bingo, cool. bingo. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then when Mora Jomo sacks a quarterback, you can say Blomo Jomo or something. And Yaya Dibby say yes, yes, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Got to get fun names. Got this all figured out. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Just, all name draft. I mean, we'll do that next yeah. week. Yeah, 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 we should. <laughs> All right, yeah, I yeah. think uh, we've 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 been doing this for way too long. This is yeah. the longest podcast I've ever done. So, go back that work. being said, guys, um, thank you for listening. We're back. Follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us, BBU Pod. Follow us, BBU Podboys with the Z on Twitter. I can't speak. Um, don't forget to check out nevineyewear.com. Use promo code Big Blue when you buy your pair of sunglasses for fifty percent off. They're beautiful things, man. For thirty-five bucks, that's a, that's a great deal. I would highly recommend it to anybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. We'll let you know what happens at the draft. See you next week for the uh, the recap. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Peace.